Welcome to Franklin Covey's Be a Better Leader series. I'm your host, Jennifer Colosimo, and I serve as the Enterprise Division President at Franklin Covey. On this season of Be a Better Leader, we're focusing on a topic that every leader, every team, every organization, every individual is almost continually faced with, change. And we're going to discuss ways that leaders not only simply navigate that, but can help their teams embrace it and turn the uncertainty that's natural in change into opportunity. I'm joined today by Kurt Garbett, a 20-year practitioner, a leader at Franklin Covey, and an expert in change. In fact, had his own organization around change, and we're grateful that he's with us. Kurt, thank you for joining us today. Thanks, Jen. Super excited to be here today. One of the, my favorite things as you talk about change is you talk about a predictable pattern. And that predictable pattern helps us not only know the skills we need to have, the, the principles behind it. Could you go through that predictable pattern of change? I'd love to. Um, boy, and I'm so glad we're starting here. The change model, what you're talking about, is a game changer. It's it's something that we we learned um, over the years. I, I like you've heard me say before, I'm I'm not an academic. I'm actually a practitioner. I I've got change dirt under my fingernails. So this this work and the change model comes from our experiences with with thousands of organizations all over the globe and and observing and learning and watching how change happens. Now the great news about this predictable pattern is once we understand, hey, this is kind of how change works. It all of a sudden has a calming effect. We can start to understand, oh, so here's where I'm at. Here's why I'm feeling and experiencing these things. This is why this is hard. And as we start to understand those different things, we start to gain clarity around, oh, so now I, now I know what I need to do to move forward. And, and in a world where change is coming at us faster than ever before, not, not just the, the sheer numbers of change, but the volume, right? The speed and volume at which it's coming at us is, is overwhelming at times. So as we talk about that predictable pattern, there's really four zones that, that we've uncovered um, and, and what we've learned. And, and this is where kind of the magic happens, I guess. Usually with individuals, organizations, or teams, we're kind of going along in, in, in business as usual, life as usual. And then a change impacts us. Sometimes this is a change that we want to make happen, right? It's an eternal decision. I'm gonna go do this or our organization says we're gonna go do this, sometimes it's an external decision. Something impacts us from outside our organization that causes us and creates a need for us to change. Pretty sure none of us experienced any of that over the last 18 months, but just <laughs> as an example. So when we're in that zone of status quo, life seems pretty simple, it's pretty easy. Again, then, then that change happens. And when that happens, it pushes us into what we call the zone of disruption. And, and all of a sudden we start swimming in this sea of, of ambiguity of trying to understand what's changing. Why is it changing? Is this happening to us? Are we gonna respond to it? And until we can gain some clarity, and when I say clarity, it's really three big questions, right? If I can answer what's changing, what got us here or the why, right? What got us to this point? And then what does this mean for me? Can I see what I should do with this? then I'm actually in a position where I can make a decision. I can either get on board with this change and understand, oh, here's where we're going and here's what I need to do to make that happen. Or I can maybe make a different choice. I do get to choose how I respond. We don't always get to decide if the change happens or not. That's just life. 
But we do get to choose how we respond, as Dr. Kevi taught us years ago. So, Kurt, first the zone of status quo, then the zone of disruption. Tell me about the next two. I hope they get better than, than disruption. <laughs> they do. That's great. So as we enter, as we leave the zone of disruption, right, we've reached the point of decision and we're saying, OK, I'm getting on board now. Now, here's the good news and the bad news. This is where the real work starts. Clearly, up until this point, we're just kind of learning. We're just gaining information. Now we're going to actually start taking on different actions, different behaviors, different strategies and tactics to go and find success. And, and that's why I say it all the time. I've seen it throughout the 20 years. This is where most changes go to die, is this zone of adoption. And, and the primary reason why is we're trying new things. And, and usually when we try new things, we don't always hit a home run right out of the gate. We, we, we tend to struggle at times. And, and there's great news that it, that's inside that message. And that's that we get an opportunity to learn. We get an opportunity to test and learn what doesn't work, to shift, to alter a little bit. And so while it would be really great if, if, if the ride through the zone of adoption was just this nice, smooth thing, reality is it's not. It's, it's a little bit more of a roller coaster. I had one client call it the, the zone of twirly-whirly. Because we feel like we're making success and we slide back down and then we keep going. But but that's really what's happening. And as we continue to learn, as we persist and engage in the change, eventually what great organizations and great teams do, you see it with great individuals. They keep trying and they keep learning and they keep growing. And, and eventually they reach this point where they kind of achieve a breakthrough. And, and that breakthrough moves them into the zone of innovation. And, and the great news about the zone of innovation is we're now getting better results than we were getting even before the change happened. Again, whether it's a change we want or not, now we're starting to get better results. We're starting to see the, the, the profit of, of all of our all of the work we've put into it, right? We get the reward. And, and the great news about that is through this model, we've developed all these skills, all these change skills. We've gotten better and better and stronger and stronger. Now in the zone of innovation, we now have an opportunity to, to put all those skills to work again and say, okay, now what could be? How could we amplify this? How could we make it even better? And, and that's when you see organizations and individuals really get excited about because we're now on this journey of, hey, no, this is what we do. And we're really, really good at this. And we want to we gain even more. I appreciate that, Kurt. And we are going to be using these four zones, the change model, as we go through the skills that leaders need both for themselves, their teams, helping drive innovation and agility within their organizations. Um, so as you think about this, listeners, as you think about that model, think about the zone where you may have the greatest opportunity to improve, to help your team, to help yourself, to help your organization drive differential results, and how you can use that model to be very clear about the patterns of the disruption of change and how to turn that uncertainty into opportunity. For some helpful free resources on how to navigate change, please visit us at franklincovey.com.